Pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. We're away this week, but as a special treat, uh, here is the episode when I was on Chance Encounters. Oh, it's a board game podcast. Uh, there's no PFAX sips, just me and some other funny people. I'd say it was funnier. Wait, I mean, I'm here though. Yeah, what? we are here listening to I'm you. I'm not actually You're away right us. now. You're flaming us right now. I heard that. Enjoy the podcast. Hello, and welcome to Chance Encounters podcast. Uh, we've been operating board game cafes around the UK for about six years now. From Hindus to family dues, from first dates to breakups, we've seen it all and recommended a game for the occasion. But now we're looking for a fresh challenge. Each week we'll invite a guest on who will put our knowledge to the test. They'll come armed with an abstract and absurd scenario and it's up to us to figure out what that situation calls for and recommend a game that totally settles their Catan. <laughs> we'll get there, we'll, we'll find one soon. Yeah. <laughs> keep, keep trying. <laughs> Uh, whichever game recommendation the guest loves the most will score a point. And at the end of the uh, series, whoever has the most points will be crowned the Titan of Board Games. So I guess we'll start introducing. My name is Richard Scarsbrook. I'm a co-founder of Chance Encounters and I've been with them pretty much since the beginning. That's kind of what founder means. So it's about <laughs> six years. Um, I play lots of board games, video games, all, all the things. Um, Do you have a cool nickname? Oh, I, w there's a nickname I've heard been used. Ooh. Scar up. Uh, okay. <laughs> so my name is Scarsbrook, but there's a lot of Richards in Chance Encounters. So yes, I have been known as the Scarab, which I'm not just Scarab. I don't think it's an affection that I really like. You it. sound like a 1930s like vigilante, you yeah. know, like with a with a hood and a cape. No, no, he sounds like some a mummy that's been yeah, that's been like haunting a tomb. <laughs> yeah. Beware yeah. the Scarab. Yeah. Oh, we also have a tie-in with Disney's Moon Knight as well, um, and that's that's where this is coming. <laughs> from so <laughs> so my name is richard uh my co-host here is ben hello i'm ben i work with the yogs cast i do streams i love board games and i'm a massive nerd is is, is bedgers Edgar's is my Twitched handle, correct? <laughs> yeah, Thank so it's, it's Ben's most Edgar, unoriginal. Right? <laughs> yeah, Ben's Edgar. Never going to be a situation where it's like, oh, where did you come up with that situation? <laughs> a lot of people, actually, when I've said that, people have been like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I guess if they know you, didn't make that connection. Ben, right? They thought you were so creative. Yeah. You come up with this strange but People word. misread it all the time. If I'm ever on public voice chat, people always call me Badger. Oh, okay. So they just scan read it. You know how you read, right. you look at the beginning and the end of a word, and you just yep. assume you know what it says. We're going to call you that now. Yeah, I'm the badger. Or, 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 or bedgers. <laughs> bedgers. Like you're talking yeah. about, like just seeing words and not knowing how they're pronounced. Yeah. Bedgers. Right. Yeah. There's nothing quite like getting phoned up by a call center, being called Dan Edger, 
and being told that my customer is very important to them. <laughs> I mean, the one thing that we don't know, I mean, if, if everyone's happy with it was fairly easy to figure out what your handle and how that came about, <laughs> the shark situation. Yeah. What, 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 what led to the shark? I'm, I'm, that's me. This, I mean, that, that's, that's who sorry. I am. Oh, my God. Inside. I mean, I I'm wear sorry. this, you know, flesh disguise. Yep. But I am I'm a shark. He secretly, you know, tries to kill beautiful, you know, divers. <laughs> <laughs> and eat their legs. Right. Sure, I've been reformed. <laughs> okay. I was caught by the HMS Yogscast. Yeah. Flying up on the back Hold of a motorboat, you know, flopping around. Yep. Getting so on harpooned. Your, on your, part of your uh, passport, it also is literally just says shark as your uh, gender. Is that, is that how it works? Yeah. And, yep. and nationality. And, and age. <laughs> oh, wow. Shark. Yeah. 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 Amazing. I kind of you're you're there to fight the lizard people, right? That's your real. Well, yeah. I mean, I escaped here. the lizard people. That's why I'm on. I'm a surface dweller now. Wait. This means that uh, all those situations where you're on the website and they go, "Are you human?" and then you're like, "No, I'm not." This but I'm, is... I'm not a robot. So yeah, it's it's, okay. it's whether it says, "Are you a robot?" Mm. In which case, mm. oh yeah, that's kind of that's 50, correct. 50, yeah. I am not mm. a robot. I'm allowed on like half of those websites. <laughs> <laughs> right. Gotcha. You need that third option. <laughs> Other. Um, and the games guru from Chance Encounters this uh, week is Russ. Hello, I'm Russell. I'm game guru slash head of games at Chance Encounters Bristol. And I am also a huge nerd who loves board games. I've probably played board games far too much, which is why I'm here. Yeah, uh, Russ has recommended me some cracking board games. Oh my god! So, so I'm, I've, got head, start. I've got yeah. a head start. I've got a head start. Hopefully, none of these. Like, you, you can't use any of the ones you've already recommended, Lewis. Uh, okay, oh. challenge accepted. The, gu <laughs> the guru. Is that what your nickname is? <laughs> yeah, talking of nicknames, the only nickname I've ever been given, and it doesn't even make any sense, is Rusty. Like, I don't. Mm. I'm not like. I'm not like a handyman. Mm -hmm. I've never, I don't like have red boy. hair. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I ever, was ever given that nickname, but apart from Russ, which is kind of dull, just what shortening would, my name. Say you're Xbox Live or, you know, PlayStation. Oh, my gamer tag. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that gamer tag? Is that like, sure. yeah, username, whatever. Uh, it's actually it's completely irrelevant. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> a, it's just a character that I, in a book that I wrote when I was, a teenager. That is so. adorable. Yeah, and you don't have to share it. With us if you don't want I feel like I feel like I feel like it, it won't make sense. So I think I'll just leave it out. But you can find it if you try hard enough. Mm -hmm. There you go. If you want <laughs> rusty OC fan fiction, I'm looking for it right now. I'm sure that will lead me straight to it. Yeah. Uh, and the guest that probably needs very little introduction, Lewis. Thank you. Yes. Uh, they used to call me Chuckles in high school. High school in senior school. That's my nickname back in the day. Because I was just a very jolly fellow. <laughs> Not uh, because you're a clown. I think I have got quite a distinctive laugh, though. And I, I do laugh often and, and inappropriately, too, <laughs> um, as, as has happened. You know, just to diffuse the tension. Mm. Um, yeah. There is definitely that situation where it gets uncomfortable and I'm like, <laughs> and then everyone's laughing. And like, oh that God. was really dark. And why are you laughing? And I'm like, <laughs> Yes, it just kind of stacks, though, doesn't it? Because the more you feel like you need to laugh and you know that you shouldn't, yeah, that makes you more nervous, yeah. And then before you know it, you're just especially howling because, at a funeral, you know. You're ex ex and then everyone's saying that. Did you know Lewis was laughing and she was dead? <laughs> <laughs> so disrespectful, and yeah, it compounds <laughs> itself. And then I'm like, <laughs> I wasn't laughing. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> led me down some. Risky areas, but I'm I'm doing fine. I love board games. Thank you for having me on. 
No worries. Uh, when do I crack open the, the task for you? Uh, let's do it now. What, what, what have you come with? Abstract and absurd scenario for us. So I've been thinking about the 2001, two film, Cast Away. Oh, okay. oh okay. Tom yeah. Hanks. With Tom Hanks. Now, of course, one of the main problems he had uh, on the island was staying sane when he was, <laughs> when he was cast away. And so he, he ended up, because he, he had all these FedEx packages, do you remember? Mm-hmm. And he cracked them open and there was like a nice gate and a, foot, a volleyball, volleyball yeah, and that he made friends with. But imagine he wasn't that lucky and there wasn't something with such a, a human-shaped <laughs> head. Right. And also imagine he was trapped there with several of his, of his friends mm. who, you know, maybe, maybe they were friends, maybe they were strangers, but, you know, I'm sure after a while they're all going to be pretty sick of each other. Mm. Um, in one of those FedEx packages was a board game. Mm-hmm. Ooh. You know, maybe a board game that would have to, you know, see these guys through thick and thin, yep. through yeah. years of, of straining their mm. social fabric what what do they have to like what do they have to make themselves create a new civilization on the <laughs> island no. Right. no 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 but but more more just to hold them together like bind them rather than make them enemies okay mm. i right. don't know if you've played board games before but making enemies seems to be the point in a really competitive board games in my opinion or maybe that's just me i don't know what would be worse though if you were constantly fighting each other in this board game and someone was always winning and you were all very competitive or the opposite, you're playing like a cooperative game. One person pulling their fucking weight <laughs> and you keep failing the scenario. <laughs> like, honestly, I don't know which one drives people apart more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest, I think it depends on the group. I guess I'd hope that after a few plays, the person that wasn't pulling their weight would probably have at least learned the rules by that point, right? <laughs> yeah. You've got nothing else. You've got no excuses. We're on this desert island together. Yeah. You're reading the bloody rule book. I would still, I would still almost guarantee in a situation like that about three or four games in where you've got literally nothing else to do i would still find out we've playing playing a rule wrong yeah because <laughs> there's like some kind of bit on the oh side of the God. rule back leg that yeah. says something oh we've been doing that wrong the whole Imagine time even my favorite games i've been doing that like i mean to be fair some of the rule books are also i think it's maybe something we've we've previously mentioned but be a trial to get through. Yeah, real there, were, there were some bad rule books out there, and you wouldn't be able to watch the YouTube yeah. instruction video. Um, well, Smith yeah, can help you out in these situations. Oh, no. <laughs> He's like the big board game tutorial video guy. Yeah, yeah, imagine like you fished it out to sea as well, and like half the rule book was missing. Oh no, that'd be the worst. You have to start inventing your own rules. <laughs> oh, well, every week you could take it in tr- take it in turns. You know, I this feel week like it's Lewis's time, turn to make the rules. Up. Every time I play with Ben, though, he's like, I've played <laughs> enough board games. <laughs> I think I'm assuming this is how this happens, yeah. and this probably works like this, and that's what we do. Yeah, um, I think that we got a tr- you got a lot of trust in him then, uh, based yeah. on that. Cause... Well, the first time Ben played Wingspan, I remember um, mm. he said he was like, "Oh, I got a score of like 250." I was like, "How did you do that? <laughs> what were you doing?" I think it turned it turned, it turned out, out we weren't paying actions to play birds; we were only doing the three main actions. Oh, so obviously we were just. <laughs> 
putting down millions of birds and getting loads of points. It was really easy. <laughs> like far too much, yeah. many actions. We did that the first time we played uh, War of Whispers as well. Mm. <laughs> the first time we played that, we we because you I we thought you had you could take every action in a row. Yeah, whereas... not not just choose one of the options. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we were having like twice or three times as many. It's really good. And then we played. Yeah, I played that game with yeah. Russ a few months later, and he was like, "I know this game really well. I'm going to tell you all how to play it." Mm. And he started telling us. Had to play it the wrong way that we'd been yeah. playing it oh before, my gosh. and had to be like, I hate to interrupt Game Guru, <laughs> but we just we did exactly the same thing wrong. I, I say some one of my biggest shames is obviously getting rules wrong, but also I feel like then if we both fell for that, then it must be something to do with the yeah, rule actually, book. That did vindicate me. I felt a lot yeah. less guilty about yeah. teaching it wrong. There's well, someone else independently yeah. that teaches board games for a living and still got that that small rule yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah. and this is why you can't really make assumptions. This is why it's like mm. actually sucks sometimes if you get a rule book that's so like badly done because then you just you might miss something that actually changes the whole game um but mm. yeah that is still my biggest change so we have a few people on this island Could, should, should we should we give them names should we give them some personalities yeah the scarab <laughs> rusty yeah rusty okay the guru <laughs> and chuckles okay yeah. okay right <laughs> So there's four. There's make, four. make of them what you will. Yeah, they could yeah. be anyone. Okay. So is there four then? There's four. Okay. Okay. All men. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are they all gamers? <laughs> They're all hardcore gamers. Uh, look, you. One of them is a pilot. Ooh. Uh, okay. One of them is um, uh, a holidaying uh, old man, like a graying old man. Mm. One of them is a, a, a young eighteen-year-old. Um, surfer. Oh, cool. Okay. Professional surfer. And one of them is a 38 year old YouTube <laughs> which streamer. Right. So, what we're saying is Perfect. they have a lot of life skills to bring to this survival uh, island. Is that what we're going with? Yeah. We need mm -hmm. to keep them, to, we need to keep them interested, mm -hmm. replayability, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. we, you know, and, and, you know, we don't want them. We want one person taking control and doing everyone else's actions. Yeah, mm. you know, we want everyone to feel like they're part of the game. I just, I, I want a game I can like play again and again mm -hmm. and feel like everyone's able to, you know, compete. Okay, mm -hmm. but with variety. <laughs> okay, hit me. Wow. Oh, I mean, I feel like there's some more digging to do yeah. first. Yeah. Uh, like, 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 are you playing this game out in the open, like? Is there a shelter somewhere nearby that we can like go? Yeah, in? there's like some coconut fronds we've rigged up <laughs> <laughs> over the over this area. We've got some, you know, a some... little windbreak. Yeah, we got like a little campfire nearby. We've got some coconuts that have been carved and have collected some rainwater. We've got some crabs on sticks, Ooh. you know, that have been cooked on the fire. Yeah, we're, we're content. Otherwise, you know, there's no imminent danger of you know. Disease, death, no natural predators. <laughs> yeah, there's not. There's no smoke monster or like. It sounds like a also luxury button island that needs pressing. There's no button. No mystery hatches that leads to five more mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> Equally, there's no doorbells ringing. There's no animals that mm. need walking. You know, we no one sitting on their phone during your turn. We got plenty of time. Mm. This is like a dream scenario rather than like a nightmare scenario. Then yeah, you've just like literally got all this time to play games. It's just got to be a good all game. this time to play games. The one game you have. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I feel like yeah. this is uh, I, I'm kind of already immediately thinking, do I want a game that literally will take the whole day? Mm. Here we am. Just to drop in there. Is that the only game you can think of that would 
take the whole day. Uh, depends who you play with. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you get us. I've played Patchwork, which is a very it's like a thirty minute game with a friend of mine who took it took us like two and a half hours to play. Oh my because God. he analyzed every move. Oh, um, I might that might lead to island murder. Yeah, I think. <laughs> like, oh my God. So I just really want to like rocks have we got? <laughs> so yeah, I mean that is one of the longest games. That and Game of Thrones is the other kind oh, of God, classic yeah, game yeah. that takes forever. Yeah, it's like a well, but then again, I feel like you know if you've got like the games in a spectrum of length and time commitment, Twilight Imperium is just over here on its own. It's, it's the like, anomaly. There's nothing like in that space. Yeah, between... the, the eight to twelve hour range is yeah. quite rare. There is a known like really ridiculously long game called the Campaign for North Africa, yeah. and oh, yeah. that takes like days to play and also diplomacy which is a childhood game for some people that yeah. can take a long time as well i've seen risk take like three or four hours before because people just get lucky with the dice rolls and mm. they just they, you Drag can't they've got one country and they've been holding yeah. on to it for like the last six, 45 minutes six. but literally they just keep rolling enough yeah. to keep like surviving so you know there are games that can take forever but you want a game that's engaging throughout that time as well. i've played a game of diplomacy online so you yeah. can do it in such that you have uh, each each turn essentially takes twenty four hours. Um, so there's oh, a lot of conversation that you like have like a play going by on. email kind of situation. Exactly, oh, we could do that on the island. You just have your own corner of the <laughs> island, and you just like no, send each other you, notes then you in a bottle. Go off and yeah. with each other about your because diplomacy is a game that will ruin friendship. Yes. I don't know if it's one I could possibly recommend. I think you mm. you'll end up people will keep those betrayals in their heart. If you haven't played Diplomacy, surprisingly, it's all about those interrelationships that you have during the game. Uh, by large, your attack and defense, no one can gain an advantage unless it's through someone else supporting you, give or take. So you, it's almost imperative, especially early on, that you're talking with other people and get mm. convincing that it's in their interest to let you attack other places or the opponents, for example. So that entire game gets very backstabby, very quickly. Very mm. ironic, really. This name was supposed <laughs> to be like... It was a game about working together until someone makes that wild lunge for solo victory yeah. and just betrays everyone. Someone yeah. you've been like closest allies for three weeks as you've played this <laughs> game. I think for me, when I was playing it, it, it's another situation where if you try and use logic, the whole thing, which is it's kind of what I do, I know I'm just doing that. And then someone does something that's just illogical to you. You're like, what? What's, why is this going on? And I take it very personally. That is not a game for me. I played one of it and I was like, I'm done here. Yeah, I've never touched that game because one of the things I'm really bad at is being uh, diplomatic in games. Because like, I, I get that um, you know, you're supposed to betray someone and you're supposed to do the thing that you know, goes against someone else. But I just want to be nice. Like, I don't I want just... to be that loudmouth guy at the table, though, mm. ne like negotiating all these deals and like, mm. oh, yeah, like, oh, you want to do this thing with me and then we'll trade this thing and mm. then we'll do that. I'm like, I don't want to do the three-way trade. Just, you know, give me, let me trade with the bank. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, mean? like, I don't want to, I, I want minimal play. I want player de wheeling and dealing in my game. Thanks. This is the, when I played oh, yeah. in that similar circumstance in Twilight Imperium, it was like people were under the table texting and I was like, what, why, why is everyone texting? I didn't really get it. So it makes sense. And if you're on a desert island, then you've got these secluded areas you can go to and have those conversations. But mm. equally, like people said, are going to die. Gonna, I think it's good. Yeah, there'll be one of there'll be three players. You know, chuckles have been <laughs> yeah. 
be speared with all those crab sticks. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that does remind me of this uh, time we played um, Betrayal at House on the Hill, which is a game where, you know, you're cooperatively exploring a mansion, um, like a creepy mansion, and kind of things happen. You get items, omens, whatever, until at some point one of you has to maybe turn against the rest or like you all end up fighting against each other. But um, we didn't understand. So there's a point in the game where it's called the haunt, where you kind of, you, your ultimate goal is revealed, whether it's you Jeopardy versus everyone happens. else. And um, and so there's two rule books. There's one for like the, the betrayer. And then there's another rule book for like the survivors who are like the good guys, essentially. And we just did not understand the game um, so much that we weren't allowed to reveal anything about our goals, our separate goals, that we were literally creating a separate WhatsApp group. <laughs> and we were like texting each other, like someone would say, what are, what are we doing? And then we'd literally just create a message and, and send it to each other. It was oh like so extreme, the secrecy that we were just trying not to tell anyone, the other player, anything about what our goal was. It was kind of to the, to the most extreme point where we literally just almost became a silent game. We were like yeah, not saying yeah. anything. These it was really weird. Interpersonal relationships are almost what, what board games are, are built on. But I feel like it's, it's really concentrated when you're on a desert island about mm. any, these could super affect what's going on. Like, have you, have you collected your crabs? No. Well, God damn, like, I'm going to have to come after you. This is the same thing that happened in that board game. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're really going to have to make sure... To, how? This is the third time you've borrowed my crabs. And when you. <laughs> <laughs> I like how crabs are now like the currency of this yeah. island. And you know, when in the game, when you didn't repay that two wheat I lent you. It's, yeah. oh, it's just this Thursday all over again. Oh my God. Which, which they're going to be rescued and they're going to be like old men brought yeah. together for like, you know, a TV show interview 40 years later and they'll be on the fence, you know, to talk to each other. Where are my like, crabs? Where, what about that two wheat? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like i gave it to you you did not give it to me yeah. um this actually uh brings me about how long are, are you anticipate oh like i mean it's your scenario how long are we going to be stuck on this island for is it going to be like a couple of weeks are we talking well like that months, feeds years? into the insanity right you know you there's no end in sight you don't know when rescues come in it mm -hmm. might never come okay. you know maybe there's a boat you know sailing by full of tourists you know next week mm -hmm. but as far as you're concerned you're stuck with these people here forever and you know, I'm going more and more insane. That really doesn't help, like, pick the game because if, I mean, it's irrelevant. If the insanity is always on the table um, or, like, complete, like, this is separation of everyone that are living on their own corners of the islands because they've just had enough of each other. Mm -hmm. Like, eventually, like, picking a game with high replayability doesn't necessarily help because, you know, it's inevitable. Right, right. Well, let's just lay down and die then, right? Yeah, no, like, yeah you've got to play the game. At some point, it doesn't matter. We need to stave off the insanity as long as we can. Yeah, you know, I've got to try. Yeah, we but... don't want like we don't want to have two days go by and we've all got completely lunacy. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, that was the roughest forty-eight hours ever. It was just a company retreat. It was just a team building exercise, guys. You didn't need to oh. eat the crab, man. <laughs> Why does Chuckles only have one foot? <laughs> I've also started referring to Ben as the crab man. <laughs> it's like a new nickname that's been created Passport on the island. has been changed. It was scrubbed out in whatever charcoal you could find. Hmm. Um, What's the board game skill, uh, like, experience? I, I'm, You know, you've said the ages and stuff of these people, but, like, have any of them got any board game experience? And not that it matters, because you have, like, 
how, however long, long it is you could learn time. at a time. <laughs> yeah. But is there anyone on the team who's like, I just like, like not opposed so to playing board games? They they think board games just not for them. Um, the scarab <laughs> is badly burned. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, and. Uh, and no, there's no, there's no, uh, I was going to go with the bandages. I don't know. I was uh, the mummy. I was leaning into the mummy, the angle. It didn't work. Um, <laughs> no, I think everyone's got all of their fingers and can see and stuff. They're all compass mentis for now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's so, at least compass mentis to learn the rules and then subsequently ignore them as the insanity does that. Mm. I mean, everyone's dealing with their own mm-hmm. mental things. Yep. You know, you're... You're enjoying the surfing, mm, right? Okay, yeah. But you know the nagging feeling in the back of your mind that you might never see your sweetheart again. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> you know? I love in the situation that I'm also seeing that I'd have really long hair, and that that's a good thing with my slowly receding hairline. I'm like, yeah, long luscious surfing locks. That's great. <laughs> yeah. I think in the, I, I think in this scenario, you're the 18 year old, yeah, like yeah. surfer person, okay. right? So right, you would have right back full... in. Well, I'm just. Yeah, sitting around in the cramp pool. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it, you're serving on like a plain door. You've like <laughs> cut off like coconut fronds to like cover your your shame, but you don't have much shame to sh- on to display. You're I'm eight, thinking you at got... this point, I'm also ripped in this scenario. Yeah. As well. this is great. <laughs> you're gorgeous. Yeah, I <laughs> am. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so yeah, but not distractingly. So you know, mm-hmm. we're all. We'll keep our eyes on the game. We're all dang. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, could you just move your front slightly to the left? <laughs> um, there it is. Like, so, uh, in terms of, you know, we talked about, like, you have shelter and stuff, but uh, is there risk of storms? Like, how, how... How much information do you need about this fucking desert island? I might as well write a novel. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, okay, so... Like, what I want to know is if a piece goes missing, like... Some games. They've written out the word help in stones. <laughs> <laughs> they've done it all. They thought about building a raft, but they realized it was like a lot of faff and they got splinters and uh, I couldn't have an axe. They only had an ice skate and it wasn't quite enough. And there's, there's no tropical storms. It's a sunny sky. It's all okay. fine. All right. It's quite hot, but they're undercover. There's like, you know, they've, they found a sun suntan cream. They're all, they, they, no one's burned. It's fine. Russ, <laughs> how much more do you need? I need to know oh. much, much more. No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Blood okay. types at this point as well. I'm pretty sure that affects the personality. And there's a whole thing. We, we, we use it whenever One we... One of them's a first aider. They've got like some antibiotics. It's fine. One it's of the packages aspirin. contains a first aid kit. Thank you. Yeah. They're, they're all right like... for a while. They, they're careful. Okay. Mm, okay. So how about your personal... Let's say Chuckles' tastes. <laughs> what, does, <laughs> what does Chuckles enjoy in a board game? What kind of genres or styles or mm-hmm. themes or art styles or whatever? What what draws Chuckles to a to a game? Um I think that Chuckles it doesn't matter actually what Chuckles likes. The, the key <laughs> thing here They're stuck playing it anyway. <laughs> is to bring together a group for a good time. Um and leave everyone happy. But also, you know, create some good memories mm. and, and forge an alliance that involves, you know, that will deter backstabbing for crabs. 
when the <laughs> when the when the crab season starts dwindling and the crabs are running low, <laughs> yeah. people might get desperate and they right. might think, "Oh, I won't kill chuckles because you know we had that nice experience." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I'm looking forward to next Tuesday evening when we're gonna do the next bit or play again. You know, mm. I don't know if it needs to be one of these legacy games where it's got you know a yeah. journey. Well, because the problem with a legacy game mm-hmm. is it will eventually end. Mm-hmm. They're very hard to replay. Mm. Some of them claim to have playability when you're finished, like Pandemic Legacy. Mm. You know, you're supposed to be able to play the game like, um, oh, like more like Charterstone actually is another game. But some of these games have, have like a finished state, which is like you finished the game and you can still technically play onwards. But That's, it's uh, not something you would ever do. Well, so, yeah, I mean, as much as I don't like the idea of a board game coming to end i think so many board games we never get that far we never play mm-hmm. i never played pandemic enough fucking times mm-hmm. <laughs> we even worry about having to do a 12 game mm-hmm. series i think that's very optimistic have you heard of the 10 by 10 challenge so it's in a given year you're supposed to try and play 10 games 10 times wow so it's a hundred gameplays, basically. But... This this would be the one times a thousand challenge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that one's quite interesting because it, it it kind of does highlight that in people who are super into board games tend to be like, what's the new shiny thing? And then they go, mm-hmm. I've bought this one thing. We played it once. Cool. Well, I'm ready to play the next. And you don't get to like, how many board games have you ever played more than five times? Yeah, only a handful. And but probably those, those games I love because I've really mm-hmm. got into them. I've probably managed to get it, so the, my most played board game is Terraforming Mars, and I've probably played that into the the good double digits at this point, maybe like thirty or forty. And I know it's not everyone's piece, but uh, no, that's probably the game I've played most as well, actually, because we've played we played wow. the, we played the board game version a lot. And you pl- and you played it on Steam, and then a we lot. played the digital version, and it became this kind of fallback game for us a lot of the time. We'd end up having a spare hour at the end of the stream and you can get the digital version done pretty quick. And I hate a lot of things about it, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a, it's a whole filler. I'm um, going to say right now, not a huge fan of that game. Yeah. It's too dry. And actually the original game. So the game is essentially you're terraforming the planet. You play cards and you're like, it's an engine building game, which means that you play cards, which help you, like improve on your actions to do in future turns and um so i mean it's a very dry themed game yeah, you can waste water tiles that's part of the game <laughs> i know i know doesn't make me more interested in the game unfortunately um but it's the, the the positive thing about it is it has so many cards and expansions that the game does have end like a lot of replayability or variability because you might mm. never see the set the card for like the next 10 games I mean, in that, can we assume that whatever yeah. board game uh, parcel this came with, it came with any expansion mm, that exists yeah. for this board game as well? That's yeah, fair. it was like a big wooden crate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the big box version of game. That's yeah. actually going to help if that is the case. Yeah, with the replayability for sure. But, um, but yeah, the the game. Oh my gosh, I, the, the artwork on the game is so disjointed. Yeah. Some of it's clip art, some of it's like photos, and it's yeah. just. It just drives me nuts. The like it doesn't have a consistent art style as well in places that that game. Like this, certain cards that are just rubbish and awful. Like, the worst thing about Terraforming Mars actually is the, the the interaction with other players because you have these cards which take resources away from other people, mm-hmm. but they cost you resources to do it. So there's no incentive really for you to. Obviously, there shouldn't really be an incentive for you to screw up other people, but it's it's kind of like 
I'm going to destroy my game and your game. Yeah. You and know. then if there's three other players in the game who will get to race ahead while you two are cramp bucketing each other, he'll mm. just if you use the reference. <laughs> <laughs> now I am the crab man, I guess. <laughs> Let's stop talking about I think, for example, with, when the games get that complicated, it does. Uh, you can imagine the spreadsheets. So I, I know that people like Wizards of the Coast uh, with D&D and stuff like that, they have uh, you know proprietary sheets that mm. have everything in and they try and balance it out and they try and work out exactly so there's only so even. far the math will take you though yeah. because once you're actually playing a game there's more to it than simple numbers um and i mean in terraform i will say one of the good things about it is that it doesn't have obvious combos that once you played them you don't want to play them again right um so a good example of that might be like quacks Mm-hmm. Um, which Alex is a huge fan of, and I know I introduced fan Alex of. to that. By the way, um, she will admit. Ross Quacks. I've been playing <laughs> it a lot recently. I just sent a copy to Pflax yesterday for him to play with his kids because I recommend it, and I, I, I've, I, I really like it actually. So it's a game. It's a push your luck game where you, you're, a, you're a witch. It shouldn't be called Quacks because um, I think that's the German, right? Uh, Quacks of Quedlinburg is. Uh, it's the Quacksalber. Von Quedlinburg is the German name. Yeah. So the English one is just as silly. Quacks of Quedlinburg. But I think about quack they could have called it like the witches though or something. It makes it would make far more sense if it was called Witches Brew or something like there that. There is actually quacks expansion fairly... called the Witches. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> witches. I guess quacks is a fairly negative connotation in terms of like, oh that guy's a quack, he's a he's a fake. He's... It's like a quack doctor. I don't know if there's a known anyway. It's getting, it, it's going the off, I just don't think it's a very well named game, and it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to hate it, but actually, I really, really enjoyed it. It's, a, it's and it felt really social game to play mm-hmm. with people, and it was it didn't really matter how good you were. Obviously, it, being skilled at it was helpful, but there was a big luck mechanic in the middle of the game where mm-hmm. you're you're throwing all these ingredients into your sort of bag, and you're pulling them out, hoping you're not going to get these. Um, the cherry bombs. cherry bombs, which are like kind of like salt in the cauldron, or whatever. They're like the negative thing. And if you get too many of them, you go bust and you get a penalty. But the penalty isn't too bad either. It's kind mm. of, yeah, I do get a penalty, but it's not going to ruin my game if I get it. Um, and so, yeah, it was just it was just nice. But but I think that has fairly obvious combos in it that you want to pick certain mm-hmm. things. And once you've done that, you're like, I'm not going to do that again this time. I'm going to try a different combo. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I think that other games where where they aren't they weren't as obvious setups where the cards are much more random have to add three hundred cards, like in Terraforming Mars. Mm. There's a huge amount of cards. Obviously, not all of them are going to be great or duds, but it's much harder to pull the combos together, and so therefore it's much harder to get bored or mm-hmm. feel like mm. oh, I don't want to do this again. I don't want to do toadstools and, and new yeah, eyes. Every again. game does feel quite different with Terraforming Mars, sure, just because you never see the same card twice. When they're being 500 cards. Yeah, but yeah. I really like quacks. How do you shuffle but, that? Though? There is there is quite a lot of replayability because you can the, you can have the the um the tokens do different things, mm-hmm. and there's quite a few expansions in quacks. Yeah, yeah. Quacks. The, the irony is there is a perfect name for it, but it's already taken by another game's potion explosion. That oh. essentially would be perfect because it is about trying not to explode your potion. Yeah, essentially. But it's a really good game. Um, there is a really cool um. So the game comes with the, these cardboard chips, which you like put into your bag and then draw them out but there's an upgrade for the game which are these like really cool plastic chips um and they cost as much as the game itself so like it's ridiculous you really want them because it would make the game better because um the the cardboard wears out after you've played it like a hundred times probably have played it a lot of times i mean in terms of like board game manufacturing uh if you say those cost about the same price mm-hmm. as the actual board game like 
you can whenever you purchase one in a retail shop the actual manufacturing cost is about a sixth of the actual mm-hmm. of what you're paying it for and so you can start working back on how much that would be so if you added that in would you pay 150 pounds for a <laughs> game that's like, it's really good though you're gonna play it's one? really <laughs> good it's really good um but that yeah that game is really good uh well the, the like danger is of course you have to choose who you're playing with because certain people are very much would feel the chips and all oh, this one has a, mm. a raggedy edge that means it yeah. must be this one oh, yeah. you know you don't want to get that kind of folks involved. so to bring the island back into it but if you get a bit of sand in there as well yeah. be wearing away the chips that would ruin it i have to say so if it Not was good... quacks but then you just replace them with shiny pebbles and shells yeah, yeah. <laughs> I assume like one of the boxes has some paint. You can paint the stones different colours. No, you yeah. use blood. Okay. Yes. Crap blood. Everything is <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of that. Yeah. Um that's in the bucket. <laughs> uh okay. How are we how are we feeling? Have we got any other particular questions? Do you have any like like turn offs in the games? Like any any things you like? Definitely don't want that in my game. Um, I don't really want social deception or or like I don't want there to be. I don't want the game to have a. a That'll like happen on the island. Like well. <laughs> betrayal feels like this two pronged game, right? Where you play it, play one game where you're turning over tiles, exploring this manner, and then suddenly it turns into I'm bad and you three are, are good, and and it's kind of it's a an odd dynamic that i've never particularly enjoyed um and i think i think i just ended up having a lot of shouting matches with people (laughs) playing the resistance and and coup and things like this where you're someone's betrayed you in some way you you know what i mean or tricked you i'm not looking for that Mm. um i think it's very hard to separate the personal from the game at Mm. that point and when your tensions are high especially when you're on a desert island i just like to get immersed you know, I need something to distract me from this beautiful island paradise that I'm trapped <laughs> on with these three idiots and all these crabs. I would pay to be here, providing I knew I could get off. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm. Well, I, I, ve- I have something uh, that touches on... I've got something ready in terms of recommendations of you. I've got something in mind. I've got something in the pocket, yeah. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yet again, yeah. Who's gonna go first? That you have to. I'll I'll go first. I don't have a backup, so I really hope yeah, you I don't, don't pick up my, my so game. <laughs> I don't think so. So I think this one covers some of the bits that you've talked about. I think it's a game that you've probably heard before. It's something that we've talked about before. Um, but the reasoning I'll give it is because it focuses on some sort of replayability. And I think the, the insaner you get, the better this game will be. Okay. So the game I was suggesting is Dixit. So (laughs) super not strategic, but I think it has a load of replayability because the idea of this is you have like these oversized cards that have this beautiful artwork on, 
and you one of you is the storyteller and that kind of position rotates and you'll give a word phrase story uh sound you can kind of go pretty wild with it um about the card that you hold in your hand and you'll place that in the in the center essentially and then everybody else has to um find a card that they have in their hand which is uh, I think you have about five cards or so in your hand and what will happen is they'll they'll think well, what best represents that sound stick it in give it a shuffle and then we end up uh laying them out saying the sound word or phrase in the center of the table and then imagine, has to imagine out... you said crab <laughs> yeah it could be anything we well, yeah, could be anything but that's what comes to my mind <laughs> yeah. on this island yeah well it depends entirely on what the uh what the card has <laughs> So the reason that I'm suggesting this is because, let's face it, at, at any point you're going to start, the replayability is going to fade away. Now, Dixit has a lot of expansions associated with it. They are also some incredibly beautiful stuff that are out mm. there. I've seen, I've played, I think there's probably eight or ten at the very least expansions out there. Um, and I like the idea that you could take these cards and almost tell a bit of a story about it. It becomes this whole, like, way in which you guys could create a world and that's why i think the insanity then plays into it because you begin to see weirder and weirder shit in those cards and it really Ooh. begins to like barrel out of it and it's not necessarily about playing the game at those point or you if you could inscribe in crab blood your new cards that you want to add on to it you've got loads of boxes <laughs> let's create our own <laughs> i think it really becomes like this whole thing that you guys can get behind and becomes like a this. very cooperative storytelling uh mm. asset essentially so i know that's not necessarily no, the you're right it's like the, or, it's like the campfire oral tradition it's yeah like pictograms mm. it's like, like yeah. envisioning like that's turning them into like some sort of tarot deck and like yeah. and like when things go bad on the island like people ascribe these kind of situations to certain cards oh and God. you'll have like like stuck onto the wall using crab blood oh and then God. just making like chanting around the fire, like burning some, burning. burning some of these cards. <laughs> That's just in my head. I was like, wow. I think you're right though. This insanity. Find, definitely like, one come guy's to play. taking away all the cards with like pictures of women in their <laughs> shelter. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. Think, by the time that someone comes to rescue these people yeah. it's gonna get real wild <laughs> these are my waifus <laughs> wilson oh. so that's that's my recommendation uh i think it ha i think it touches on some of it i think it's an interesting one we'll we'll let you decide on that one so between the two of you no that might be the glue that that brings you know these four stranded castaways together yeah and, and through I don't know some sort of weird. It kind of feels like a tribal acid trip style, like <laughs> reaching back to the roots of humanity. Yeah. yeah, like we all ate some of the weird, those weird berries. You know, we licking were the crabs, shitting yeah. everywhere, and don't, don't lick the spotty crabs. <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right, Russ, what you got? All right, so like I said earlier on, like um, if we're including expansions in this, I think this would be a very good way to go because there are a lot of them, like like Richards, um, I went for something that would be very interesting to play a lot of times. And um, not only, so basically the game is called Unmatched. Um, it's a series of games um, and it's called, the tagline, which I think is really cool, is in, um, in battle, there are no equals. And it's essentially a skirmish game. So there's a board, it's got some like some spaces on it that are connected to each other. So you can move around the board. 
And you're going to be taking on a character from either history or folklore or legend, and you're going to be given a a miniature with of that of that character. So as an example, there are um, there's Sherlock Holmes uh, as one of the characters. There's um, Bloody Mary. There's like Achilles. There's um, there's other ones. <laughs> Medusa. Yeah, like Alice in Wonderland. So like yeah. Alice in Wonderland. Any character yeah, exactly. you've heard of that is currently out of copyright yeah. is in this game. But there are also <laughs> some branded ones. Like they've thrown, they've done some Jurassic Park ones. They've just released some Marvel ones. There's lots of characters, and essentially each character comes with potentially some sidekick or some like minions which you can um, use, but also a deck of cards, thirty cards, and each character plays uniquely. Um, just using this very cool concept of moving around a board and playing cards. So you basically, you know, you play these cards and, um, you know, it's a battle game. So you're going to be moving, you're going to be playing cards to attack, and then they may play cards to defend. But there's also cards that let you do other things. But the brilliant thing about it is not only does each character play very much to the style of the character, and they've had a lot of fun in coming up with the the way that these characters play. As an example, um, Achilles was uh, released in uh, one of the late later sets and his sidekick is um patroclus now in like there's this kind of um historical thing where apparently they were lovers these these two characters and when patroclus your sidekick gets killed uh, achilles becomes stronger as he like gets enraged at his you know the love of his life has been killed and so it just makes the character stronger so he kind of goes all out in like this rage um and then bloody mary because obviously because um the famously to summon Bloody Mary, you have to say Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary three times. So they get benefits. Uh, why would you do it? Why yeah, you would to you in, say that? You have Sorry, to be in no front of the mirror. <laughs> yeah, there's no mirrors in here. You are fine. We're fine. Um, and so if you start the round with three cards in your hand, you get an extra action, giving you three actions. I see. So they're very much, um, they've much, very much um, nailed, in my opinion, the like the thing that makes that character. Yeah, the unique. aesthetic of like, yeah. the way it feels. But as well as that, there is a two-player mode, so it don't have to involve everybody. In fact, I consider it mainly a two-player game because I've never really wanted to play more than that. But there are three-player um, uh, modes and four-player modes, so everyone can get involved. If uh, Crab Man has having a tough time, maybe run out of crabs and you need to send them off to go and get crabs, you can do that and you can still play the game in the meantime. That's cool. But also what I thought was really fun is because there's like this unknown uh, amount of time that you have you could do tournaments so you could literally play as each character against each other character and just find out who is the ultimate character um the best one I so i think you have that like longevity but also each even if you play with the same characters you can still it's still different because of what cards you get yeah so, I, I feel like you couldn't really have a dixit tournament so much as, you know you couldn't <laughs> have the world the, the island dixit champion <laughs> Whereas I feel like, yeah, that makes sense. You could, you know, carve it onto a rock, mm-hmm. and, you know. The trophy, the rock trophy, the crab trophy. Uh, you yeah, know, you could, you could fight for the around. crab trophy, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you could, like, take one of those shells, turn it into a crown. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. The crown of claws. Yeah. Oh. And because you might be there for, like, years, you could have, a, like, a tournament every year. Yeah, it's and, like, like it changes hands. You know, yeah. Keeps the nations of, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we split onto our four corners of this island. It's like the beach dwellers are represented. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, before long, you don't know how many other planes are going. If one plane crashed here, it's a good mm. chance that the more are coming. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, before yeah. long. There is, there is one other thing I wanted to mention about it, and it's because it is a strong um, 
aspect of the game and the artwork is so good. So each card has a really beautiful artwork on it as well. So I'm kind of like stealing a bit of Richard's uh, thunder there. And some of them are really trippy. Like if you look at the Bloody Mary cards, some of them are genuinely like terrifying, the artwork on them. It's really good. So if you, even if you just weren't playing the game. I would like to see fight a T-Rex. (laughs) And you could make that happen. Like what other game can you set a T-Rex versus, you know, this kind of, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Sherlock Holmes might win against the T-Rex. That's brilliant. I deduce you have rather large teeth. <laughs> I yeah. deduce that those arms must have once been vestigial wings. <laughs> you should be feathered. <laughs> oh, and they shamed him. <laughs> and then Ben, okay. are, you, are you still free with I'm any of those? I'm still free. I'm, I'm, I've got one lined up. Um... Ben knows me very well. It's a game, it's yeah. a game you, you already know and have played, but I think it's a very good fit. Um, so, first of all, maybe the theme is too on the nose, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to go with the game Spirit Island. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. So this is a, a cooperative game where one to four players have to stop the invaders of the island using their magical nature spirits to drive them away. You've got to protect the indigenous people. Um, and it's a really quite complex, interesting puzzle where wave after wave of these colonials turn up and you have to stop them from destroying the land too much and build up your magic to, to drive them. Um, one of the reasons I recommend it is because, A, it's cooperative, which, um, you know, help keep, keep the team together. You should win together. You lose together. You'll, you'll bond. Um, B, it, it's complex enough that you can't play other people's turns for them. Everyone is very much in charge of their own bit. And um, you won't have too much quarterbacking. Mm-hmm. And third, um, it has um, increasing difficulties that go up very high. You have um, like four different opponents to play against. Each opponent has eight difficulty levels that they beat. So um, it's going to be a long time before you've managed to, to beat it on the very highest difficulty. Every time you play, if, if you win, you crank it up by one. If you lose, you crank it down by one. And this could keep you going for, for years, essentially. And you could even... You've mastered the very highest difficulty session. Sure, between you guys, you could find a way to make it even more difficult. I love that. I also love the sort of vague metaphor. The idea is that it's you better keep your island clean. You know, don't <laughs> yeah. don't shit in the water supply. <laughs> yeah, don't ki- eat all the crabs. Yes, <laughs> don't put a blight on this respect, island. Respect respect the island, or else you know it might rise up, and the the forces of thunder and lightning will. Um, be be roused yeah. from their slumber to zap us. Well, exactly. And there's lots of different island spirits you can play as, especially once once you include the expansions. But maybe everyone starts going a bit crazy and picks one spirit to be, and that's who they role play as in between game <laughs> sessions. They're like, just wow. like, I am the fire god. <laughs> yeah, there will be that guy who looks after the fire. Exactly. Yeah, maybe they've already be, already been falling into those roles, and this just reinforces them. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Ben. Again, this is going to be really weird when they get picked up and they're like, I'm actually a god. And you're like, uh, <laughs> yeah. all right. Back, invaders! They <laughs> <Yeah>. hurl rocks. <laughs> the ship's coming up to rescue them. <laughs> Throwing burning sticks at the ship. Like, yeah. This is very ineffectual. What's going on here? Yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. Yeah, we're suddenly... We're so into the game that we don't want to get rescued. Yeah. <laughs> helicopters coming and we're chucking crabs at yeah. them. We haven't finished the highest difficulty yet. Be gone. Come back in two years. <laughs> yeah. I really, I really love the concept of that game being a, a lot of um, Euro style games um, mm. have this kind of colonial 
colonialism kind of thing built into it, yeah. even if it's not sort of like obvious. And yet, Spirit Island is the complete yeah, opposite. It's like, it's like we're protecting game. the mm. island for these indigenous people against the like colonists. And I think that's really cool. And it's not been explored nearly enough as mm. a concept. No, because... you're right. There is a lot of exploitation mm. and trading and oil barreling and everything and building a massive conglomerate or corporation. It's always about, mm. a lot of it is about taking wood or cut or harvesting even katan uh has a little <laughs> bit of that even if it's not obvious like was, there is that element of coming they into the settlers out there's a bit of a <laughs> yeah. controversy at the moment in the board game industry i won't name the board game but um where they've basically had a, a leaflet that were like we do not uh glorify any of these things and then they sort of glorify it mm. um and that, that whole part of board gaming it, like it really affects the people that it you know, mm -hmm. has affected that have personal experiences. So it's a really interesting, and I think it's, we'll see board games go more that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is, this is, this feeds back into the old idea of the, the worst board game, Monopoly, um, <laughs> which, which was originally supposed to be this anti capitalist, yeah. anti monopoly sort of thing, wasn't it? And, mm -hmm. and to teach people about the dangers of the corporate greed. Whereas actually it's called, sort of being subverted into, enslaved into promoting <laughs> yeah. uh, instead. You know what? Become I the very thing to... I set out to destroy. <laughs> yeah. You were the chosen one. I, I find myself recently wanting to own four hotels. I mean, <laughs> I hear I get a lot of money when I start renting those out. That is what kids want to, used to yeah. want to do. And I can just go to jail and pay a fine and out I get. Oh my God, it's, it's, you don't even have to go to jail, do just, you? Just pay days? the fine. Just the most get out of jail free. The most unrealistic thing about that game is it's set in London and there's free parking. That's true. Very Completely true. out of date, yeah. I mean, and the fact that you can actually afford any of the properties. <laughs> like, yeah. here's your $1, try. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, you'll get $1 every time you go around the board. Yeah. Oh, but there's taxes, so that's uh, fifty percent of that's gone. Jeez. Yeah, we'll, we'll try not to talk too much about that. But yeah, no. <laughs> Spirit Island, good. No, it's the, I, I suppose there must be other cooperative board games that, that that are similar. There are a lot of cooperative board games out there, but this is one of my favourites because of the uh, massive amount of customizable difficulty that most of them don't. A lot of them have a little bit of difficulty increasing, but once you've solved the game, you've kind of solved it. You're right. Um, and most of the other ones. Don't do much to stop the quarterbacking syndrome of the person who's played it the most telling everyone what to do. Um, whereas I find this game is complicated enough with your secret card of hands that you can't have someone going, oh, you do this one and you, you go here. I think it, when it was first released, it was almost the anti-quarterback. So quarterback being that person that is constantly telling or managing everyone on the team. Mm. This one literally came out as the, the one that if you have that person, you can now play a cooperative game <laughs> with it. Mm. Instead of just... Forgetting to invite them to game yeah. night. <laughs> it's partly due to the nature of these cards um, triggering either quickly or slowly. And so your kind of your your slow cards trigger basically at the start of your next turn. Or, or, you know, it's such a... Uh, they go after the enemies have been. Yeah, but then that's when your next turn starts. Mm. So, so you have to think of it like I'm playing a turn ahead. And because of that, you can't have one guy coordinating unless he's some sort of Sherlock Holmes super mm. super mind mm. genius um it's very hard to like do you have to kind of figure out where they also the invaders come in waves right. and multiply the invaders the colonists like mm -hmm. they, they swarm all over your place shitting all over your lovely <laughs> island <laughs> leaving all these like little poops and you're like it gets 
out of control really quick. Just thought of an interesting re-theme for that game. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, no, just like... Sewage Island. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or just like, I don't know, cats or something. Oh, cats invading your garden. Yeah. <laughs> that could be fun. That could be good. <laughs> Digging up stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just put those daffodils in. Leaving little presents. Oh, no. So, uh, overall, it sounds like you have the acid trip. Mm. You have... The uh, fictional characters fighting each other, and you've got the ultimate battle of that, and then you've got the the spirits, the the anti-colonial stuff. Have you? Is any of these hit the the head? Do you like any of the ideas? Um, well, I think this is like maybe. Look, first of all, I'm all for a Burning Man style <laughs> situation where. We're all just, we all just go mad um, and embrace it, you yeah. know, and lean into the madness, you know, fuck it. Um, <laughs> I love that. The, the, the new Olympics, it, it leans a lot on the old. It's like, it's almost like cleverly saying, let's fight in game instead of in person. You know, yeah. let's, yeah. let's settle our disputes. Yeah. You know, you're angry with someone, take it out on me on this game. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, especially if you're doing a free for all, I think you can always, in a four way, you can always say, this guy's fucking not done the washing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make I'm going to go for him. I don't care if I lose. I'm going to take this guy out. I think that will get, it's a little bit like having those, um, like arcades in the, the truckers, you know, so they can get their stress out on the fake truck you know and not do it on the real road um so yeah i can see that helping and also i can see the idea of um you know just forming our own sentinel island <laughs> Sen- that where they are the natives and um yeah. becoming just, a god yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and 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 forming our own society from the ground up founded on the sort of natural you know respecting the island living one with the island mm. you know you know maybe the rest of civilization will have burned itself out and we'll still be one with nature um playing cooperatively together in um in harmony with the land and earth and sky and sea and crabs <laughs> around us so yeah i like them all um i'm i'm ordering them right now nice alexa order games <laughs> She already knows which one it was as well. She's been listening. She's been paying attention. Well, you yeah. do have to pick. Someone needs to get their point. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I have to pick. You have to yeah, pick one. Yeah. Well, you can only take one with you. Um, it's got to be the drugs. Yes! <laughs> I finally did it, guys! Rich <laughs> got one! Yes! I think, I think it is probably the best option, actually. Yeah, it's a good game. You can just smash it out in like an airport or anywhere, can't you? And it's like... Yeah, that doesn't matter yeah. in this scenario. <laughs> yeah, I could just unless there's an airport on the island, in, in which case why have you escaped movie, already? I could just see some kids playing it, you know, in the airport. <laughs> oh, oh right. I see. In oh. my in my in my movie version of yeah this yeah. this podcast, <laughs> you can check off scum it, full circle. And just, they're already playing yeah. it, and then it lands up on the island. Yeah. yeah, they've already taught all the rules at that point. You've gone like, oh. <laughs> That was an e- interesting Easter egg. Oh, but it's actually the entire movie now. <laughs> yeah, that's, you have to put that stuff in. So when people watch it again, they're like, oh, I didn't see right. that. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Okay. And then they think you're smart. That's how you win an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Just tips, tips, throwing it out there. Nice. Welcome. Well, well thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, obviously, congratulate the winner of that. They've done a fantastic job. I thought well they done. really, yeah. Uh, but thank you so much for coming along. Um, Lewis, where, where possibly could we find you? 
Uh, just just Google my name. <laughs> <laughs> just Lewis. Chuckles. Knows what up there. <laughs> Chuckles. Chuckles and the Crab Man. <laughs> well, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for uh, entertaining us this afternoon. And uh, well done to everyone that partaked in this <laughs> glorious exercise. That yeah, was a lot of fun. I, I could have I could have gone for another two hours <laughs> and then had a coconut and <laughs> doing it again tomorrow. Strangely enough, I think we're all going for crabs after this as well. I am hungry for crabs now. Well, mm. thank you very much. Thank, that's, that's all for today for the podcast. Um, we'll be back next week. Thank you very much. Cool. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>